Welcome to Grow Yourself to Grow Your Business, a podcast about growing your inner world so your outer world will reflect it. If you want to grow your business and learn how to make a profit in a heart-centered way, this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips and inspiration for growing yourself, gaining wisdom, overcoming obstacles, and growing your business as a result. This is the podcast for holistic practitioners and coaches who want to make a difference in the world and be more profitable while helping more people. And now, here's your host, Liesl Teversham. Hello and welcome again. We're back today with another fabulous guest who's going to share with us why it's important to grow ourselves on the inside in order to grow our business. I'm really excited to introduce you today to, to Nat Karopmetry. And I'm, I'm going to share with him a little bit about him before we get started. So Nat is a self-love coach and energy practitioner who specializes in empowering people to partner with love to create deeply fulfilling lives. He hosts the Nat Karopmetry Show, which is a podcast about how self-love contributes to ease in life. Oh, and who of us doesn't want more of that? And so you can learn more about Nat and how he can support you and also download a free self-love alignment meditation at allowlove.com. In.com. And we'll say those links again for you towards the end of our conversation, and they will also be available on the show notes page. So welcome, Nat. It's really fantastic to have you here today. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm so grateful to be here. Yes, and we were just talking a moment ago how amazing it is what's uh, possible through technology and that we can be talking to each other right across the world today as if there's no distance between us. Yeah, and even with these headphones I have on, it's like you're talking in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, so (laughs) this is going to be a marvelous conversation with you in my head, and (laughs) let's see where this is going to go. I'm so excited to talk about this very important topic, Nat. I know so many people battle with it, self-love and... Um, that does come first before we can really, really let love shine through us towards other people. And of course, I know this is not where you started. Like like all of us in life, we start often in very challenging places and we go through a few challenges on the way. So I'd love to hear if you can share with us where your journey started and how you got to where you are today doing this work about self-love. I'd I'd love to share. Uh, My journey started... Uh, if I take it back to when I was a child and remembering crying um, while I was in bed, wondering what, why I was here, what was my purpose, I didn't really see a whole lot of value in myself. And that led me on this journey of wanting to fix that through personal development, self-growth, spiritual growth, but never quite getting to this point where I felt enough and you know coming learning about belief systems learning about um, treating myself better was really the road to making my life work better for me Um, because even in those years of personal development and self-growth and just absorbing lots of information, 
it was always it always came from this intention that there was something wrong with me and that I needed to fix that. And, and so it, it was constantly looking at a problem and seeing problems and trying to find solutions to that. And obviously, if a core belief is that you're broken or that there's some, something wrong with you, you'll never find an external way to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, so that is a very important point because we, um, we, yes, when we keep looking to the outside, there is never that thing inside that tells us it's okay. We are, um, we're all just on this journey. And so, what is it that made the difference for you, Matt? And how did you, how did you start working with other people? Well, the the journey was a long and windy path. (laughs) (laughs) As they all are. (laughs) Indeed. Um, I, probably in my late 20s, um, I I had been working at a regular job doing research, medical research, and I was just feeling compelled to find something else to do to, to go out there and work with people. And I, I jumped into sales. I jumped into uh, all these other uh, professions or, or jobs that I thought was going to get me to that level level of fulfillment. All the while being interested in alternative medicine, all, you know, energy work. Until finally, you know, one day I realized, and, and my you know, my boss at that time said to me, you know, Nat. You, you either just have to, you just have to jump into it. You just have to do it. Hmm. Um, you know, you can't just wait. You, you know, you can wait forever. Um, you might as well just jump into it. And so I did. I jumped into it. But even then, I struggled so much because I associated my work and how well I did with my own self worth. And so, and I, I see this a lot where we have a tendency to believe that we have to just give more and provide a tremendous amount of value. And we're taught that, you know, a lot of marketing folks, experts teach us that we have to offer a lot of value. But what happens is if you don't feel like you have enough value, then you're always giving and giving and giving, not feeling like you're giving enough and not charging uh, what, you know, you need to support yourself and just further struggling and feeling like it's never enough. Mm. I love that point, Nat. I, I may have interrupted you now, and I hope we can get back to the next point you were going to make. But that is so important. We get into this place of giving and giving and giving because it never feels like it's enough yet. Right, right. And, and you know, we have these... Um, we, including me at that time, have these beliefs that, well, if we just give more or if, you know, if we just give more, if we, if we um, have enough experience, we'll, I'll have the confidence to feel like I can charge more for what I'm worth or, if, you know, um, maybe if I give more, they'll like it so much that they'll come back and pay me. And, and more often than not, that never happens. <laughs> Absolutely, because because they can feel inside of us what's going on. Is that not so? 
Absolutely. Not only can they feel in us what's happening where they don't, for some, you know, they may not even be conscious of it, where they just feel like something's off and they don't feel right about um, investing their money in, in you, um, in your work. And, and it's not a personal thing. It's just an energetic thing. Mm, absolutely true. And yes, I love what you said about it's not always conscious. In fact, it's very often not conscious. There are so, so many places in life where we don't act consciously. We don't realize what's deep under the surface for us. So this energy thing is a very important point and that we feel that from other people and we uh, and uh, sort of vice versa. Yeah. Right. And the other thing that's interesting that happens is because that's the energy that you're putting out, that you're not enough or you're not of value and that you need to do more to be of value, you also tend to attract people to you that are very similar, where they don't value themselves enough to pay for what is important. Sure, they'll pay for things that are normal to them, like paying for a car or paying for, you know, getting their hair done. And, and you know, so they're not, they're not, um, they, they are very used to spending their money, but very rarely do they spend it on themselves. Oh, that's an important point. It all comes back to what we all think we are worth. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, Matt, Annette, I'm not sure if I interrupted you just now and if you had more to say, but my next question would be, how did you manage to change this around? Because if we come from that place, it's deeply ingrained childhood patterns. I don't know if you agree with me or have a different perspective, but it comes from long ago. It wasn't just the other day that we <laughs> <laughs> thought one day, oh, I don't feel so worthwhile or valuable. Um, how, how did you manage to turn it around? Was it a, a decision or what happened for you? Uh, it was it was an awareness that uh, who – how do I just describe this? It, it was an awareness that who I am is not defined by my circumstances or my – previous experiences um it it was this awareness that i am greater than i've allowed myself to see and that that awareness that it's sort of come over a long period of time or was absolutely there... yeah absolutely oh. yeah it it um you know it started it started years ago when I first became aware that I had the belief that I was not enough and that was my core belief and that I needed to to um, shift that. But even, it's, you know, I, I laugh today when I look back. And then the, first, the first time I became aware, if someone told me, well, you know, you have this belief that you're not enough, I would use that as an explanation, you know, to my wife. I'm like, well, these are the reasons why, you know, things aren't working out. It's because I have this core belief that I'm not enough. And, it's, and of course, it didn't get me anywhere, right? It was just I was using it as an excuse. Right. Um, but, you know, more recently, I've really um, connected to this 
this deeper part of me, this the the greater part of me, and and you know, allowed allowed more of that energy and the fullness of who I am to be a part of my life, and that's what I really mean by partner with love. It's it's like partner with that deeper loving part of yourself that that um, that is who you really are, and not the stories that we've made ourselves to believe we are. I really love that and I want to go back a little bit to a point you made a few moments ago about when we know what our core beliefs are, it can often unfortunately be a little bit of a story and sort of keep us back in a way because we use it as justification like you so very nicely put it. And so I'm wondering... um, you know, do you come across that a lot in your own work about, um, you know, with, with clients and with people you work with that we get so wrapped up in our story about all the reasons, the beliefs we have and, you know, all those things and, and that that can keep us back? Absolutely. Uh, the stories, the stories that we tell ourselves and we and we, we retell ourselves are, are the very thing that keep us stuck and, and keep us in struggle mode. Because we we've identified with them, we we believe that that's who we are, and that we have to somehow overcome that story. Yeah, yeah. And so, what could you say to that, um, Nat? Is it is it like a simple thing to just tell, start telling ourselves a different story? Is there a bit of a decision in there, or does it have to take a lot of hard work? What are your thoughts? My thoughts is. The path to peace and ease is a path of peace and ease. So you, you can't take, you can't struggle to get to peace and ease. You, you have to start allowing more love and ease in your life today. And so that, that does start with first accepting that where you are is okay you know to stop resisting and stop fighting where you are because you know we know the more that we fight and resist the more that we become aware of the thing that we don't like right the more that we amplify it um, by focusing on it so first step is really to acknowledge where you are and accept that okay you know I'm here for a reason Um, I may not even understand what you know what that reason is, but it's okay. I'm I'm here, and then from here, um, start getting clear on what you know. What's the new story that you want to tell yourself? What you know? What is it that you want to feel? Um, what is it that you want to experience? And and really start to tell a different story. It's there. There is a little bit of uh, a it does require a little bit of effort at first, mostly in just refocusing because the story that you've been telling yourself is a consciousness that you're in. It's a, it's a, like an energy frequency. And so like, if you think of a radio tuner, uh, you know, you have one frequency that you might be tuned into. Uh, let's, you know, for example, let's say like 93.5 is a frequency that you're tuned into. That's a story that you've been telling yourself. And and the story that you want to be at, the, the frequency of ease and love and, and abundance might be at 
let's say, I don't know, 100.1. Let's, you know, I'm just arbitrarily throwing um, numbers out there, but let's say that's another frequency. So you need to keep focused and keep um, allowing yourself to feel the energy that you want to feel, the, the, the emotions, the um, the frequency that you want to feel to step your way up to, you know, from 93.5 to 100.1. And so that's, that's moment by moment work. Um, but the, the nice thing is that the more frequently, the more consistently you, um, step up your energy, the easier it is to step it up and the easier it is to stay in a higher vibration, a, a new consciousness, a new story, because you keep practicing it. Does, mm. that, does that make sense, Liesl? Make It makes absolute sense, Nat. I love that. It's almost also like the exponential curve. So in the beginning, it's really, really slow and it sort of feels a little bit like effort. And then the momentum builds as we do it more and more. Things get easier and easier. It's more natural. And then it just takes off absolutely yeah i love that and what i also wanted to ask you about the story that we tell ourselves i'm assuming or maybe you can you know share your thoughts on that is it's not like we tell ourselves that different things happened in the past that's not the story that we change um if if you can say a few words on a practical level how can how can we tell ourselves a different story because yes we do get very tied up into all the things that happened to us in the past and that's why it is like it is now and so so can you give us maybe a, a practical example of a way to start telling ourselves a different story absolutely um i have a process uh, i call aces a c e s a c e s yes right. um and uh this acronym that stands for Acknowledge, clarify, experience, and support. And this is a process where um, from where you are in your life, you can acknowledge where you are. And we, we spoke about this earlier. And from that place of acknowledge and accepting, you can then clarify what you want instead, what you want to experience, um, and and then E is to actually step into the experience of it by imagining uh, what it feels like to be there. And then S is for support, which is to put the structures in place in your life, um, put the people in place to support the new vision you have of yourself. So, um, you know, if if you're in a place where Perhaps you're struggling with your, your business and you're very aware of what you don't like about it and where you are and the story, the beliefs you have about yourself such as, um, you know, I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough. Pay attention to how that makes you feel. More often than not, it's going to make you feel crappy. Hmm, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> right. Right. Because and, and if I had one more thing here is that we often think that it's our circumstances that make us feel bad. And it's 
it's rarely that. It's actually our interpretation or our belief and thought about the circumstance and how it relates to ourselves that makes us feel bad. And if we have a thought or belief that's not in alignment with who we are, then it's going to feel bad. And so when you acknowledge where you are and what you're feeling, you can use that as a clue, as a um, as a stepping stone to start to get clearer on, okay, here – Here's the belief that that stirred this emotion up. You know, I'm not enough. I'm I'm doing all I can and I'm still struggling. There's something wrong with me. That type of thought is going to make you feel really bad. And so you can use your emotion, the the emotion that gets stirred by those thoughts as, you know, kind of like alarm. You know, like a like a sensor that says, "Okay, ding, 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 ding." That's not the type of thought that's going to serve you right now. It's not going to help you get to where you want to be. So then you can use that as a stepping stone to to say, "Okay, well, how is it that I want to feel right now?" Well, okay, I want to feel like things are going to work out. I want to feel like, um, you know, that I am doing the best that I can. And so just by acknowledging these other thoughts, you can start to feel the energy shifting already because you're aligning more with what's working for you rather than what's not working for you. Mm. And any more thoughts on that? Because that sounds really lovely. So it's the ACES process, right. acknowledge, and then clarify what you want instead instead right and then and then take a moment to visualize or imagine what it feels like to have that and that's where you experience the energy you that's when you're stepping into that frequency where you're moving from that 93.5 to you know let's say you move to 95 you're 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 raising your vibration and the other neat thing that happens when you raise your vibration is that you're able to access new thought patterns, new belief systems, because it's it's a different consciousness that you're stepping into. Right. Yes, absolutely. We cannot access the same thoughts at, um, at the lower vibration than we can at the higher vibration. So it's really a helpful process. Right, right. And then so then the last piece of support is putting – the things in place, the the structures in place so that you can support this new consciousness. So, you know, that might look like, um, you know, creating some sort of sacred practice, some sort of daily practice so that you can support yourself in feeling good. Um, it might have might be having a, a toolbox um, that you can uh, go to, like a virtual toolbox um, or a mental toolbox where you can access when you catch yourself in a low energy point. You know, maybe that might be to uh, breathe deeply, to center. That might be listening to a meditation. Like that might be taking a walk outside. So you want to have physical activities that you can do to, to support you in supporting your new energy frequency. Mm, okay, I love that. So we, we really can start practicing new behaviors or new habits 
in order to support ourselves and not just leave it for or, or to chance? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it is all about self-love where the more that we do things to help us feel better, meaning to help us align more with who we are, the more loving we are to ourselves. And naturally we feel better because we're more aligned with ourselves. Mm, absolutely. With that, the vast, um, yeah, the bigness of who we really are and not the personality and the old, old story we've been uh, sort of shrinking ourselves into. Right. Nat, I have another question about, um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about how when we do not love ourselves that much, how that impacts on our business and we can start almost um, sort of offering too much or going into overwork mode because we never feel like what we're giving is enough, is of enough value. So when we do start loving ourselves, what might you say, how might that change our business? Well, when we start loving ourselves, we invite in a new energy into us, um, a more loving, a more supportive energy. And we we start to operate more from inspiration where the energy moves us to to do something and then that contributes to ease when we're not operating from that self-love we're offering we're, we're often operating from you know the lack or, or the the not enough and so it's always an uphill battle um, it's always like you're pushing yourself to do more and not really paying attention to what really works for you. So, so that's one of the ways that self-love supports you. The other is that you start to really value your time, your energy, um, how you're using that, and you're, you start to use it more productively to, in a way that supports you, not e and not just in um, productivity in your business, but also allowing more time to relax, to to enjoy life, because um, that all of that is supports who you are and how you're being in your business. We we can't con we can't focus completely on our business um, without uh, while ignoring you know, our own personal needs. Um, another thing that happens is we start to attract, um, well, actually before that, we start to get really clear on, on who we want to serve. Uh, not from, not just from a marketing standpoint, but from a, you know, who do we most enjoy working with? You know, who do we, um, how do we want to work with them that really serves us first? before it serves them um, so, so that we're giving to ourselves first um, so that we can give more to other people. Mm. Uh, and, and then from that, we, we attract the, the people that we um, can, can best serve because we know that we're serving our needs first. And, and so then our clients are able to get the results that, um, that they intend because we're leading the way. We're, we're, we're no longer attached to the outcome or needing to have them get a specific result um, for our self-worth. You know, we're, we're in, in a sense, we're um, 
confident in our own worthiness and our own self-value through the self-love. And that frees up the energy to let our clients receive what they're most meant to receive. Oh, you know, I just want to pause there and say that was so profound for me. Um, and I'm sure so many people may have sort of gotten wide eyes at that beautiful statement you just made. Um, and I'm so aware now of how often we are attached to the outcome of our client's process and journey because we attach it to our worthiness and how valuable we are and what value we provide in this process. So I'm so glad that you brought that point up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> and, and I know for you it may sound like run of the mill now because it's, it's what you work with all the time and it's part of who you are and your processes that you work with. And I think, you know, it's just it lit up my world <laughs> completely for a moment there. Um, so it was, it was really profound to hear it put into such beautiful words. Well, thank you. And, and it's not run of the mill, really. I mean, yes, I work with it, but it's still awe-inspiring, you know, each time that I experience it. And um, and, and I want to share this with, with our listeners here, is that you never get to a place where it's the end. You, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly expanding to new levels of experience. So, you know, this work is, you know, work that I needed to uh, learn and embrace. And it's really my my joy to share it with other people mm. and it's very 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 important work um, Nat I hosted a, a tele summit last year on self-care it was all about self-care and I spoke to many people all around the world and the one thing that that so often come up for people when they have not been used to self-care is but isn't putting myself first selfish so is there a few words that you can say about the difference between either selfish and self-love or selfish and self-care, however that may come up for you in this moment? Sure. Um, it's a very uh, sticky subject, sticky in the sense where for years we've associated our self-worth with what we do for other people. And there, there's, um, in, in a sense, we feel good when we can please other people and they feel good. And so it's natural to feel like you're being selfish when you decide to take care of yourself first. But I, I believe that when you take care of yourself first through self-care and through self-love, it's not that you're no longer caring for other people. It's actually that you're 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 actually caring more for them by loving yourself first, because you can actually give more when your you yourself are fulfilled, right? You can actually um, whether that's you're fulfilled energetically or you're fulfilled with abundance. I mean, there's so many more ways that you can give to other people uh, when you, you know, your resources, when, when you were resourced, mm. um, the, 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 the backlash that we often get from people that say that we're selfish is that they're used to you being a certain way. Like they're used to you just, dropping everything and giving everything to them and so they're used to that pattern and they know that they can either rely on you for that 
or subconsciously um, like take advantage of that. You know, and and so usually the, the 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 feedback that you might get from someone that says that you're selfish is really them responding to the shift in energy of like, okay, you know, what happened here? I was depending on you to take care of me because I'm not really taking care of myself, and you know, who am I going to go to now, right? <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's this awareness that okay. First of all, your your value, your worthiness is not dependent on pleasing other people, and that's and in a sense, it's, it's a huge disservice because energetically, you're not offering the best service to other people when you're depleted. Mm. Absolutely. And, right, and it creates it creates like energy struggle. It creates power struggles. Um, it, it's not the best for all. So. You know, the, it's, it's, it's a great question because um, the more that we make ourselves a priority, the easier it is to um, – the more inspired we can be to, to support other people. Mm. I so, so absolutely agree with you through many lessons of my own of doing it the wrong way and then ending up feeling resentful and tired and exhausted and not being able to give what I really want to because I I love giving. But if our energy tanks are empty, we cannot. Right. And and the other thing that happens is when our energy tanks are empty, we will attract other circumstances to us that reflect that, to show us that that's what we're putting out there. And so that might be why, uh, you know, as a business, you might be struggling even more because you, you know, you might attract clients that are very depleting, that you know, require a lot of your energy. Um, you might um, attract other people in your lives that need more support. And of course, out of the kindness of your heart, you want to give, and and you give. Uh, but all of that just leads leads to more struggle and, and you know actually a story comes to mind a, a client of mine um she was uh, she had some sort of health condition she needed support with and i wanted to um i suggested uh the energy work i do to support her and she she was not sure that she 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 was not comfortable spending the money on her on herself through this energy work, uh, but she decided to um, forego that for the moment. And um, you know, her her mom and and sister asked her for some things to do, and she ex- overextended herself. She uh, her health condition actually got worse. Like her her her. Um, yeah, it got worse, and then she had to take a week off from work um, and not get paid for that. And you know, this this might be an extreme condition, but it shows you where where you might not be loving of yourself and where you might overextend yourself. It comes back to show you that it, you lose out on all fronts. And so it's that's why it's so important to really start to take care of yourself first, to really honor yourself, and then you can give and receive, you know, this love that you're giving yourself. 
Yeah, these are such, such great, important points, um, Nat, and I think we can talk for another hour. (laughs) (laughs) And I would love to invite you back sometime and we'll continue the conversation. Um, And we've just touched on so many important points that can be expanded upon. And for now, I'd just love to ask you if people are um, excited about everything you've spoken about, are there any learning opportunities or how can people get in touch with you? Um, probably the easiest way is to go to my website at allowlovein.com and uh, they can download uh, the self-love meditation that you mentioned at the beginning of the call. Um, and that's probably the, the, the first the first level to, to listen to the self-love meditation. And that meditation is encoded with a with a um, an energy to help you um, deepen your connection to self-love. So um, that would be probably the, the first first uh, step and connection point. Mm, that sounds beautiful and really intriguing. Um, I love that it's encoded with some special vibes um, to help you connect with that. And um, Nat, are there any last thoughts of either inspiration or an action step or something you'd love to share with us about your beautiful topic of self-love that we maybe haven't already covered? Uh, well, I, w- I would say start today. <laughs> yeah, start today with something small and and then baby step your way to where you want to be. Yeah, yes, and that process of yours I really loved about ACES and um, I will definitely put all the show notes on, on the web page so I'll, I'll share those points. Um, so that people can really be reminded of it. It's beautiful. And yes, there's no better day than today to start loving yourself and and start creating a life that's going to be different, a different story. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been really a pleasure and a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Thank you, Nat. I was going to thank you because um, you brought so much of value, <laughs> even though, you know, we want to often, yes, when we when we in that story of giving out of lack, it's a very different story to giving from when we are filled up and full of love. So I really got from you the, the feeling today that it was giving and sharing from a place of being filled up with love not from lack and so thank you for the value that you brought from that place of being very loving and um, it was incredible big privilege for me so thank you Nat and our listeners again can go to www.let how did you say allow love in yes allow love in com beautiful thank you Nat thank you so much for tuning in today if you were inspired by this show please leave a rating and review on iTunes for tips on reaching your goals as a practitioner visit www.savvyselfgrowth.com to receive the Savvy Goal Achievers Inside Secrets to reach your dreams each week we'll bring you tips and wisdom from experts who walk their talk and make an inspiring difference in the world shine your light brightly as you grow yourself to grow your business 